Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. If you know me, you already know why I'm here. You know why we are here. You know we're going to talk about that teacher. And I'm going to talk about that in a little while. But let's just, you know, let's start off by happy spring, y'all. It's spring. The rain is here. We're getting all kind of rain. and um, But we're getting sun, sunshine, too. So I'm hoping that your spring started off well. Did you do spring cleaning? Back in my day, I'm talking about back in my day, when I was younger, spring cleaning was like a real thing. But I'd be on the internet all the time and I never see anybody really talking about spring cleaning anymore. So do y'all, y'all don't purge a lot of stuff every spring? Like every spring, I purge you know, get rid of some stuff. And it's it's working good for me right now, you know, just because of the fact that I I've maintained, you know, if you've been here long enough and if you have not welcome, you I had weight loss surgery two years ago and I've maintained my weight for the last year. But for before the year I've kept my clothes because I was nervous. You know, people always talk about um gaining your weight back so I was nervous about what if I you know what if I put on a couple of extra pounds but I've maintained my weight and so I was like okay let me get rid of some of these clothes because I can't fit them or even if I put them on they don't fit well they don't flatter my body anymore so I did purge some clothes I got I rearranged my room. I made a video on TikTok because I remember back in the day my mom I, I always say back in the day if I remember it, it is a back in the day, right? Do I would say both? Anyway, I remember that uh, my mom used to tell me that if I, you know, rearranged my house, like my furniture and whatnot, that was like a ghetto thing. And I was just like, for, for a long time, I would not move things because I don't know why. You, you know, she wasn't that nice of a person, just to be honest with you. But <laughs> and when I think back on some of the things my mom said, I'm just like, what? the hell woman but anyway she used to tell me that you know moving your furniture and stuff was ghetto and so I didn't move my things before but now I'm like I I don't believe that in in the least so you know I rearranged my room to fit the aesthetic of how air flows better in my space I, I I live in um the northeast and in the the city that I live in it's a lot of older houses. We do not have central air here. We ain't Atlanta. Um, <laughs> we don't have central air here in most of the houses. Like, you got to get that stuff done. And I don't live in a house where we about to get that stuff done. So, the way that air flows best in my house in the summertime is different than how the heat flows best in the wintertime. So, I changed my room around for the you know for the spring so that I can get the best airflow circulation for how I would like for my room to to work you know what I'm saying so I did do that I got some spring cleaning done I ordered the stuff called the pink stuff because somebody told me that that stuff is magnificent for um cleaning so what I'm going to do is use it I'm going to test it out to like um clean um my window seals because 
I just feel like, you know, you it's a lot of um dust and stuff that builds up in the winter time. I don't know. Judge judge somebody else. If you judge my window sills, that's on you. You ain't came over here and cleaned them. And so, you know, I've realized also that I suffer from a, a mild case of um seasonal depression. And so <clears throat> do I clean my window seals in the wintertime? No, I don't. But when it's time for spring cleaning, I do. And um, somebody just told me about it. So it should be here in the next couple of days. And then I'm going to go ahead on and test it out because I heard that this stuff is magnificent. I can't wait. Also, what else do I want to talk about? Um, oh, y'all, I'm going to Janet Jackson concert. So I, it's, it's not till next month. But my mind keeps telling me that I can run like I like I could be one of those jogger people for exercise so I think I'm going to start getting up in the mornings and um trying to jog <laughs> that's funny to me because that don't even make sense for my mind my mind is just like part of my mind is like run but the other part of my mind is like you was just like super fat two years ago. Like I don't know if running is your thing, but we're gonna try to figure it out. We're gonna see if it works. I don't know. Y'all know I am consistently inconsistent, so I might not. You know, it this might not pan out. It might. It might not. I don't know, but I'm gonna try. And that's my whole. You know, my whole point is just trying things. Try, try, try. You should try anything you want. Listen, I was talking to my friend the other day, and <clears throat> we were talking about you know, trying new things. And what I was telling her was, one thing I realized is a lot of the things that you feel like you want to try, you don't have to make a huge announcement about, right? You can just try them. And then if they don't pan out, if it turns out to not be for you, if you turn out to not be good at it, if you turn out that, you know, it's more costly than you than you first decided, nobody will know, you know, uh, I have a friend who keeps on saying they want to try, try to start a YouTube channel. And I'm like, start the YouTube channel. And they keep being like, oh, I don't know. Is anybody going to watch it? Whatever, whatever. And most of the time, what we're thinking about are the people closest to us. We're thinking about what the people closest to us judge us for doing it. What the people closest to us support us when we're doing to, to do it. And then will they support the thing once we are doing it? But there are so many other people. If you, if it, if you go on to any of the YouTube channels that you like and you see how many views they have, do you really think them as just friends and family? They're probably limited friends and family, to be honest with you. It's just, you know, what they want to do. You have to do the things for you. And then other people who are similar to you will will start to gravitate towards them. But you shouldn't do them for your people because people don't even even your friends, even your friends. Y'all don't typically work the same type of job. Y'all don't typically like the same style of clothes. Y'all don't typically like, you know, um, fundamentally, you all are friends because you share similar values. But the way the way those things pan out, they not they not the same. You know, my best friend is bows and and um frilly and she is super girly heels all of that stuff that ain't me that is not me but we get along because our um we share similar values right so if when you're trying to do things even though the people closest to you may not it may just not be their jam 
that don't mean you shouldn't do it. It just means that they don't know. And a lot of times, people can't see the vision. That's why it's your vision. Just go ahead on and do it, and then people will congratulate you later. All of the applause don't got to come at the beginning. All of it, you know, a lot of us want the pep rally at the beginning when you really just should be worried about the award show at the end. Right? This ain't high school. In high school, they had all the pep rallies before the game started. But, you know, we all supported the game because we all wanted to be a winner. When we were in high school, we all felt like we had a stake in it that we could all be like, yeah, our team won. But when you're doing this thing for yourself, it's not an hour. It's you. You got to pep rally yourself. You got to be, you know, the greatest for yourself. So do the things for yourself. I don't even know how we got on this, but let me tell you, if you're listening, do the thing for yourself. Nobody, even though you feel like everybody watching, nobody watching, and even if they are, name me a successful person who will not tell you that they have failed at many things before they start. I don't know who. I don't know who would tell you that, but in the very beginning, it was a wreck. All the comedians will get on and tell you about how they bombed a thousand times. All the writers will get on and tell you, if you look at my first projects, it's not good. The first things I wrote, not good. Any book, any author will tell you that I tried to write a bunch of stuff. None of that stuff was good. I had to, you know, keep on going, keep on redraft, rewrite, all of that stuff because it wasn't good. You can't get too great if you don't get to not so good first. You're not going to jump out and be great. Nobody has. You're seeing final finished products on most people. You know how many songs sounded trash? You know how many... um records sounded like trash you know how many artists sounded horrible shoot mary j blige had to get a vocal coach and she been in the industry for how long um you know it just it's it always will be that way you gonna have to go hit on i know that i've listened to y'all don't know y'all don't know i have listened to so many writers directors comedians um uh actors and when they speak about the amount of failures the amount of no's the amount of nots and just committed to being committed to trying and trying and trying and going again somebody gonna tell me no okay I'll go over here somebody gonna tell me no okay I'll try it like this and you know I was at church the other day in the building which I hardly ever do I just started going in the building again And there was like a guest minister and the guest minister was talking about how, and I'm paraphrasing and I'm putting it in my own words, but they were talking about how, you know, there were times when Jesus would tell God, like, bruh, this hard. And I I didn't think it was going to look like this. And really what it was them saying was like, you think it's going to be one way, but it's going to be another way. And you have to be comfortable with it not being the way you decided that it was going to be. So you may decide that what you're going to do today is going, you want it to be like, you know, the superstar way and everybody's going to love it. It's not. If you decided, people probably won't like this, but I will get over my fear of trying number one, putting myself out there, number two, and failing. You know, I I think there is something to be said about getting over the fear of failing. I just told that to myself. (laughs) I just told that to myself. 
that is one of the things getting over the fear of failing we all have to do that and you have the potential to do greater than what you are doing right now if you are committed to getting over the fear of failing you have to do that so i don't know who that was for today but i really was just trying to talk about spring cleaning right quick and here we are so you know take that lesson do it what you will write it down in your journals if y'all do that and let's move on now y'all know in the beginning of last month um i was talking about the the swv and um escape thing and that series has ended and um that series has ended and they clearly are not going on some grand tour but I think it's very interesting how that played out. <clears throat> and I just wanted to cover it real quick. I'm not going back in. Like I told y'all before, if you listened to the last episode, I've never watched the actual episode of the show. There was so much drama surrounding the show that I never I never felt like I needed to watch the actual show because Candy got on her all of her platforms and recapped a lot of it tiny then ended up starting a youtube channel and she was recapping a lot of it then um tamika had a youtube channel and she was recapping a lot of it then there were conversations with coco and taj talking about it i was like i don't need to see it i don't need to see it the thing that said to me the most was number one swv again i mean not swv escape again cannot pull themselves together to be a four person group at all and what makes me even more sad is that Tasha is stuck in a time and place of 20 years ago that she can't move past when a when a kid didn't like her when she felt like Candy um didn't like her Candy was a teenager and like early 20s and this woman cannot release that feeling back then to get into today and I think it's mostly as I think I said this before but I think that the actual um, issue is that Tasha is jealous that Candy has a life that Tasha thought she would have but Candy doesn't even really sing. So Candy, like, that's not even a la- Like, the singing lane, that's your lane. If you want it, take it and run with it. You should have been did that instead of worrying about what I'm over here doing. And a lot of us get, you know, off track on that because we're so focused on a person that we forget about our destinations. We forget about where we're trying to go because we're so focused on a person. And a lot of y'all be out there like, but it's the principle. The, the prin- you, you, you're, you're worried about the wrong principle. To be honest with you, if I just want to tell you, some of y'all are worried about the wrong principle when y'all worried about the principle of the thing. What, what, because what is the principle with Tasha? The principle is what? She's done nothing with her career because she's been so focused on the principle that Candy tried to stop her career 20 years ago. I don't... She She's done nothing else. She has not changed herself. She has not evolved. She has not grown. She has not elevated herself. All she's been doing is just being like, this woman stopped that bag back in the day. Which nobody, which nobody corroborates. There's nobody who is saying... Candy stopped that bag. And in this industry that they're in, if there was somebody, if there was somebody who knew, they would tell. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just to be honest, they would tell. 
Somebody would have been came up and been like, oh, yeah, I remember back in the day when Candy was running around telling telling everybody, don't listen to Tasha. I, I, I. And at this point, Candy keeps telling everybody, listen to Tasha. Go buy Tamika's thing. Watch Tiny Show. Uh, go pick up the tickets for SWV. And let me just talk to y'all about SWV right quick. People really just kept acting like SWV didn't have all that drama that Escape had. SWV had that drama a couple years ago. Go back. Do your Googles. Do your Googles. Um, Taj and Coco was not getting along because Coco had decided that she was the diva and that she was better than the group. And she didn't want to deal with them because she is the singer of that group. She is the main singer of that group. And yes, I know you're going to be like, well, Taj didn't sing a little song and Lindley didn't sing. Y'all don't really know what Lily voice even sound like. Don't do that. Taj and Lily and um, Coco had some issues back in the day. So you just now see in the SWV ones, but Taj and them had one. They had a show back in the day. It was an issue because Coco was all up in her ego. That's been a thing. They don't do it now because the woman is 50 years old. And hopefully at 50, they didn't got it together. But when they was in their 30s, 35s, 40s, they was doing the same things that SWV is doing right now. Now, did somebody steal somebody money? No, that wasn't their issue. But uh, the ego of Miss Coco definitely decided that she was bigger than the group. Okay. So don't say, well, they having all these issues, SWV would never, yes, they would. And also, SWV did all of this stuff about, you know, wanting more and one equal or whatever. They, once they seen what, what, S, what Escape was telling them about what they do with their show and how they do it, they went and changed. You, you go watch their, their latest interviews. They got better hair. They have a similar look to one another. Their clothes are together now. They don't look like they all just got a call and showed up. Like, they look more polished. And a third, a last thing I want to touch on is this whole thing about, you know, SWV being crazy. Uh, I mean, Escape being crazy for saying SWV need to open for them because that's typically what they do. And then them being like, I can't believe Escape would say that, I, 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 whatever. Well, SWV is on tour right now and they opening up for a uh, new edition and um, Drew Hill. They still opening up. That's what they do. They play an opening up act. I don't know why all of a sudden these women got over here and started acting like they was somebody else when they wasn't. Talking about some asshole, 50 million copies. You, you did, but you're still an opening act, sis, today. And we're saying since we already, SWV was saying, I mean, Escape was saying since we already know y'all to open an act, y'all going to open here. We're going to close. That's what y'all typically do. That's what we typically do. Call it a day. And y'all really be on some whole other stuff because y'all like weak for real and and the song Marsha Ambrosia sang and uh, wrote and sang herself on her own album okay so y'all gotta we we gotta we gotta just we gotta we gotta look at this in a different way I know a lot of y'all don't want to like Candy because somebody told you back in the day that she slept with Jermaine Dupri and her and his dad which was a lie y'all gotta go ahead on and move past that okay y'all gotta move past that really and go to another thing but let's move on like I said we were definitely getting to this teacher conversation because we need to y'all okay I think the school was in Texas. There's a video out there. You could do your Googles. It'll be there. You'll find it. It's a video of a 
um, classroom, there is a, a um, female student who is, there's a female student who is trying to get her phone back from a teacher. There's a teacher standing at the desk with, uh, looks like, I believe, a, um, like a landline phone and then a cell phone in her hands. And um, it looks like the teacher is trying to, like, use the landline phone, but the child keeps coming up on her, okay? At some point, the teacher says, do not touch me. The child then swings on her. The teacher swings back. Then the teacher goes to knock the child down onto the ground. The child is on the ground, and um, the teacher is on top of the child, and the teacher is screaming to the other students to go get another teacher, okay? I know I said all that, y'all see an elementary school student, but it's not. It's a high school student. That's number one. My issue is that a lot of people are coming for this teacher because they're saying that the teacher should have done nothing. The teacher should have let this child beat her up and then just dealt with whatever pains come with being beat up. We've seen videos where kids are beating up teachers, and in those in those instances, everybody be like, if that teacher, if that was me, I would have, I'm not about to go. It's always, it's always whatever should be done later, right? It's always that. If, if, if the teacher get beat up, then the teacher should have, should have defended themselves. If the teacher don't get beat up, then the teacher should have never touched the child. Like, there's no right here. There's no win. I'll say that. There is no win here. But what I will say is the rules of the school are that the children are not to have their phones out. And if their phone is out, the teacher is permitted to confiscate it. And then I guess it's supposed to be given back at the end of the day or or a parent or guardian is supposed to be contacted to retrieve the phone. I don't know what the the later on is, but the rule is that this phone is to be confiscated. In the video, you hear the child screaming, you ain't take so-and-so's phone, you ain't take so-and-so's phone. But what we all, the problem with that is always, if you know what the rule is, whether you felt that the rule was fair or not does not mean you did not break the rule, okay? That's, that's, that's just a given. And we forget to tell our children that sometimes we don't teach them how to go about <clears throat> writing wrongs. So if you was at work, you would not just run up to your boss and be like, you didn't tell so-and-so that they didn't do. No, you, you'll take the proper channels, and we do not teach children what are the proper channels. That young lady needed to know that if she felt like it wasn't fair that her phone was being taken, then go ahead on, take your consequences of walking out the room, go to the office, and, and talk to them there, and then ask, can you call your parent? That was the next step, not jumping up in, in the teacher face, not jumping up there and demanding that you get it back, not thinking that you was going to bully the teacher to get what you want. That was problem. That was this child's first problem. The second one was, what did the child believe would be the next step after she swung her hands at the teacher? What did the child believe? Because let me tell y'all, y'all all will get on here and be like, she's a child, she don't. If that child had shot somebody, y'all would not be having that same thing. But because it wasn't shoot, it was punch. Now she don't know what she doing. But if that child had shot somebody, y'all all would have been like, they need to go to jail, they need to blah, 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 these kids today. That's the talk. 
It's the same argument. What did this child think was going to happen when she swung on a on an adult? Did she really was her expectation really that the teacher would just stand there and let her beat her up? Cuz I promise you it wasn't. That child was ready for a fight and she got one. Okay? My next question is that we've seen many times again. We've seen many times these kids we uh, first of all let me go here there was just an incident not but a couple months ago if 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 it wasn't a year where a child shot somebody because they're they took their phone i think it was their mama i think they killed their mama because they 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 took the phone the addiction that that goes with the phones is an issue and and as we can see these kids are willing to go to the the ends of the earth to get back their their stuff but if you was really concerned about it you wouldn't head it out because you know you're not supposed to have it out in class and the reason why i i believe this is me just putting my own feelings on it the reason why she felt like she was justified in doing it was because that was a substitute and she don't got to pay attention to that woman which is why she was doing it she didn't all of that i feel like she was doing because she didn't feel like this woman is not valid to enforce rules she ain't nobody y'all all know how y'all treated y'all substitute teachers and i still feel like that woman that teacher that substitute teacher tried was trying to call the office that child was not make letting her allowing her to do so because she wanted an immediate response and the response she wanted was i wanted one way and the one way i wanted is yes i broke the rule yes i got caught but because you didn't catch the other people you need to shut up about mine give me back my phone that's not how it works and if you put your hand, I, when I was in high, in middle school, and I was in middle school, I can't remember if it was seventh grade or the eighth grade, but it was one of them two grades. There was a student who beat up a teacher, broke her back, broke her back because he beat her up. And you trying to tell me that when that teacher with the broken back should not have tried to defend herself? Is that what you, is that what we are all saying? That these people who are human beings should not try to defend themselves because these are minors who are putting their hands on them. I'm sorry, but if you, listen, if you are a teacher and you are, there is an elementary school student who is seven, six, seven years old and they, they come at you and they try to throw a punch. You can grab that child up right quick pick them up, take them into the office, say, here, Mr. Jones, here go little Tim, Timmy, here go little Daquan. I don't know. They, they having a rage. But if I am 40 years old and the 17, 18 year old come at me, that ain't the same child. Enraged, that's not the same child as that six year old. That person want to fight, fight for real. And they will fight, fight for real. And again, if you watch it, if you watch it with a with an actual discerning eye, you will see she was trying to call for some help. That child put her hands on her. The teacher swung at her one or two times. And then what she was doing was trying to grab her hands. 
She knocked that child down. There was no, they talking about restraint. That was the restraint. She knocked her down. She sat on her. She pinned her hands down and said, call somebody to come up in here. That's what happened. We don't see it that way because we just wanted to decide that she was trying to fight her because she wanted to street fight her. And that's not what that teacher did. Now, there, the teacher got on the internet and said, she attacked me. Not too long ago, we had another teacher who, in, in I guess it was in their system, who was kicked unconscious from the fighting i don't know why you all really do believe the teachers is there to risk their lives they not they they there to teach algebra they not there to get accosted they are not there to get assaulted that's not what they that's not the job that they took on and i know y'all want to say that but no it's not their job is not to do not to be uh abused and have to be out for six months to forever from the trauma of getting a face kicked in from a kid who wanted a phone back that's not their job that is not the job shoot i worked at a job where where the people had the tendency to be violent And they're also, so when you go to that job, you expect that there's going to be some violence coming your way and you got to learn how to handle that. We, we were never taught of de-escalation methods. We weren't taught anything to calm our own selves down once we figured out how to remove their danger from us. We weren't even taught how to, is there a meditation method? Is there somewhere you could go? There's no help. I worked alone. I worked alone for years by myself. If one of them went off doing anything violent that they wanted to do, once they decided that they wasn't going to do nothing violent anymore, it was now my job to just go ahead on and cook dinner. There was no de-escalation for me. You think that when there are 20, 25, 30 kids in a classroom, one of them is going crazy, the rest of them are having their phones out recording you, everybody's screaming and yelling, that you would be able to just stand there and let somebody possibly maybe kick your face in. That's what you're telling me? You because don't say, well, she didn't, she did, she did the teacher know that when she was backed into that that space and that child threw a punch. Did, did she know that it was going to that there wasn't gonna be no I'm gonna stomp you till the end because I want my phone? While people record me in a classroom, and before I can even get help, I'm on the internet with my face smashed in. Did, did, is that what y'all really think? Is that what y'all really think? That that's what she was supposed to do? Because be honest. Let's just be honest. Is the best option to swing back at a child? No. But when you end it, I mean, if you watch how fast that, that is, there is this split section seconds decision. There ain't no time to go into, maybe she's not about to hit me. If I'm a substitute teacher, I don't even know if you have a tendency of, of doing this all the time. I don't know. I don't know if you're not a violent student. I don't know that. I'm the substitute here. All I do know is you are in my face screaming and yelling, not giving me a moment to get to the logical option, which is to call for help. And while I'm trying to do that, you then swing on me. You go to punch me in my face. Y'all better stop acting like, oh, well, she's a teacher. She should know. No, she shouldn't.
I'm going to defend my body. These kids is harming people out here. We need to stop acting like they not. We need to stop acting like they not. If she, if that same young person was pregnant right now, y'all would expect her to behave as a mother, a, a 30 year old seasoned mother. Y'all would be like, well, she need to know she got the consequence of her actions. I, 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 whatever. But if she put her hands on somebody, the teacher need to know. No. That teacher was not bullying her. They don't, there, there, there was no conversation of a history between the two of them. She's a substitute teacher. That child had her phone out. That is against the rules. The rule is if you are caught with your phone, the teacher has the right to take that phone. That child knew that. She got her phone taken. Was it fair? It may not have been fair that she, she may have been the only one who got her phone taken. That may not have been fair. Then you go home and you tell your mother. Let your mother, your grandma, your mima, your TT, your guardian, whoever is a person in charge of you, you go tell them what happened and let them come to school and deal with that. That's what should have happened. That's not what happened. Because that child decided, I don't care whether I broke the rule or not. I should not have to deal with the consequences because nobody else is dealing with the consequences. And so even though I am in the midst of dealing with the consequence, I now decide the outcome. And the outcome will be that you get beat up because I didn't like that you used me as an example. That's what that child did. When that child got up out her seat and decided to confront that teacher, she made a decision then that was her first decision then when she was so enraged and all the teacher kept saying was go back away from me leave me alone she was not calling her more names she wasn't being like well you wanted to be on your phone I, 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 you she was trying to call for help with this child the people like, well, you should have, she should have left the room she couldn't leave the room the child was already in her face she was trying to make a phone. She, she, I, what I what I believe is that she said, give me the phone. Child didn't say, give me the phone. She probably took the phone from the child. The child was upset. The child then got up and followed her. She probably went, to, like, took the phone, went to her desk, and um, started to make the phone call. The child was following her to the desk. That's when the child got was right behind her like no give me my phone i can't believe you took my phone I, I. and when she went to make a call the child was already up up on her when was this teacher supposed to leave she, to leave she needed to push past that child which means she still would have bumped up on that child and people would have been like she should have never put it she should have just sat there what did you want the teacher she was still going to have to bump, uh, bump past her then she would have had to leave a room full of kids that was going to tear up a room i promise you they would have you you thought them kids were going to sit there if she would have left that room if you thought them kids was going to sit there quiet and just be like you know fairy side they weren't about to do that they weren't about to sit in that room and be quiet they were about to tear that room up or leave that room and be all up and over and out of the school and all that stuff because she left. That that don't that don't work, y'all. I don't I oh, I don't know where what school systems y'all been in. Y'all send y'all kids to school and y'all really do think that this little house on the prairie up and up and in there and it's not. It's not. 
Go up to the school. See how the kids is acting at the high schools. For real. See how they acting. They'll let you know. It ain't what you think. It ain't peaches and cream. It's not that. They they cutting up up in them schools. They are. And I'm not saying it's a wild, you know, scene, but they're they're wild possibilities. And again, when there's a substitute teacher, the kids is always out of control. They are. We were when we were kids. The the generation before me, y'all was when y'all was kids. The my kids generation, they was, and these new kids, they the same. It's all the same when it's different. Like I said, I was in high school. I was in middle school in the um late eighties, early nineties. A boy broke the teacher back. These kids now were shooting teachers because they got access to um guns. I know it's mostly Caucasian kids, but at the same time, there have been teachers who have been stabbed. There have been teachers who have been maimed. There have been teachers who, you know, even if I break, even if you just break my arm, if you are the friend of the teacher, you really like, well, was that, that's part of the job, getting your arm broken, part of the job. Where? For a teacher? Part of the job is getting uh, broken limbs? I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. And if you're saying, well, she was a substitute, she just let them do whatever they want to do. So then you're saying, let your child, people should come into the school and take money from the city to let your children act as well as they would like to for the 45 minutes or however long classroom is nowadays for the 45 minutes so that your child can feel free. That's what we're saying. Just let them do whatever they want to do. Don't teach them nothing. Don't ask them to do nothing. Just let them, you know, tick-tock it out till the bell ring. And they go over to the next class where they tell the rest of their kids, hey, over in Miss Sons' class, she let she got to tell the two, they letting them do anything they want to. You really think these kids is going to behave? Get your life. Y'all need to really get y'all's lives. If y'all think that that teacher was in the wrong and that she that something should be happening, now what she did say is she's out of the profession. She won't do it again. She don't want to teach no more because and, and I wouldn't either. If I get attacked by a student, whether whether justified or not, if I get attacked by a student, I'm done. This ain't this ain't this ain't the career path for me. I'm gonna take my my English degree, my 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 math degree, whatever. I'm gonna go do something else, but I won't be in the schools again. I will not. It's dangerous. <clears throat> the job that I work, where we had to, you know, be okay with getting beat up if that's if that's what it came to. I I reached my limit and was like, you know, I'm done. I care about people, but I care about my sanity and my safety a lot more. I'm too old for this. This ain't where it is for me. I don't care about this overtime money. And let me tell you, the job that I work, the money that you can make because you can get a lot of overtime chef's kiss but was it worth it for the safety and sanity no it was not no it was not so you know you have to she's gone she's not gonna be teaching no more but that child will still be at school and that child will still feel like because a lot of y'all been saying it that child will still feel like she is justified in putting her hands on somebody if she don't get her result immediately and that's the lesson we want this child to learn i believe that this child learned another lesson though that you f around you're gonna find out 
she had to run with that teacher and she she found out she got taken down to the ground and that's what happens when you put your hands on adults talk to your kids y'all talk to your kids and tell your kids how to follow protocol this is this is definitely a lesson because again if they don't like what's happening their first option should not be to fight if you don't know how to communicate with your kids at home they don't know how to communicate with people outside and then they get the worst result instead of the best result because we haven't taught them how to handle conflict without it coming to blows and that's what that child needs that child needs some conflict resolution education so that she knows how to um handle conflicts in a better way than the way that she took about the tactics that she took in this instance so talk to y'all kids because they can't go to work trying to fight their boss because they don't like how things work and you can do it if you want to but when that security show up and slam your child to the ground you're gonna be mad talking like they didn't need to do that they did you don't be knowing what your kid's doing and it ain't cute when you're 40 years old and you still got to find a new job because you keep on cussing people out because you don't know how to handle conflict. You don't know how to speak to people. You don't know how to listen. You don't need to know how to wait and understand another person's perspective. Because all that child needed was for somebody to be like, listen, love, I, she may not have taken everybody else's phone, but she did take yours. What is the rule? Is it fair? No, then call your mother. Tell your mother to come up here and talk to them and find out what the reason was that you got yours taken. Is that, is, is that an immediate um, result? No. Do we usually get immediate results though? No. I feel sorry for both parties because I don't... I. I can imagine what it is like to be at work and get attacked. I do know what that feels like, not by a child, but I do know what that feels like by a person who mental capacity is that of a child. Um, so I do know what that feels like, but I also know what it feels. I I also know what it feels like as a child to not feel like they are being heard and to feel like things are not being um, fairly going their way. I understand what that is, but I do not understand the mindset that would make me think that I could put my hands on an adult. I don't. I don't. And I hope that, and, and I could see how this could also be traumatic for this child because at the end of the day, both of these people have this on the internet for the rest of their lives. Unless somebody really pay a lot of money to sweep it off. Um, this child will, for a long time, have to deal with the re the ramifications of... Is that a word? The ramifications of um, people watching the teacher take her down. That's still going to be traumatic. And I hope that they both get some counseling for this situation. Because they both need it. But anyway, that's my take on it. <laughs> you know me, I'm just saying. Um, I am, you know, looking for my Janet Jackson outfit because I'm going to see Janet next month. I need to find an outfit, so I'm going to be looking for some of that stuff. Y'all, I'm heavy on TikTok. I'm dropping a lot of gems over there. 
I'm dropping a lot of gems over there. You should follow me over there for real. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much put up something just about daily. If you want a daily word from me, you probably should go over there and check. Not probably. You should go over there and check it out. It's me, Danny. I'm on there um, dropping gems all the time about relationships, friendships, love, all of that kind of stuff. Giving y'all little pieces of my life because that's what I do. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll reconvene here when time shows up but thank you for listening um check me out tiktok um instagram i post up some pictures of myself if you want to see the progression of my style or whatever i do that pretty much over there on tiktok i mean instagram but um yeah i hope you guys have a wonderful day you have been listening to just saying podcast with me danny